Hey everyone, welcome to the Cultivate and Keep podcast. I'm Jeremy and this is my good friend Corey and this is where we talk about what we're learning, what we are studying in God's Word and what is new with our businesses and today is one of the best days of the year, one of our favorite episodes, the end of the year review. It's here man, I can't believe it. I was just looking back on our 2020 year review and our 2021 mid-year review and uh, 2020 was like drastically different <laughs> very yeah. very different obviously a very different year uh but man it's weird that we're here already yeah i, I feel the same way um i love doing these ones they're a lot of fun but it is weird how how quickly it came but um it's always good to look back and figure out you know what what went well what did not go well and what we learned so i'm excited to walk through it all yeah i know lots, lots to cover uh quick reminder our little format is very simple it's based off of James Clear, um, author of Atomic Habits. He's been doing one, I think, since like 2013 or 2014 or like a long time ago, basically. He has like a whole, maybe even earlier than that. And he just answers three questions. What went well? What didn't go well? And what did I learn? And sort of writes in you know short per- paragraphs, just kind of summarizing his raw thoughts. So that's basically what we're going to do, too. We've outlined some of the major things in each one of those categories. And uh, how do we want to do it? Do you want to like switch off um, on like each one of those or do we kind of just want to go point by point um, for each yeah, other? I feel like every time we change it up, but I, I, know. I think my favorite I always when we do. one of us takes like a, a category and just kind of goes through all of them and then we switch off. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, do you want to start? Kick us off? Yeah, I'll start. All right. So what went well? Um uh, let's see here. So for Wonder Events, our main business, um, this was an awesome year. I call it the comeback year. <laughs> That's right. Because uh, 2020 um, sucked really bad. So, um, yeah, it was just a really, really good year. Uh, every year we, like, set kind of financial goals and where we want to end and <clears throat> revenue and whatnot. And we like, well surpassed that this year, which is awesome because last year we – it was uh, it was very underwhelming last year. So I'm glad that we – made made up for that but um yeah it's been it was a great year um since we took over in 2018 uh this year we officially five times um in size which is really cool actually what's funny is right around like september we like uh 4xed and so that's like i was like really excited wow. i think i was like talking to you about it and and just like about three and a half months uh later we were able to 5x again so not again but hit that next little marker. So it's crazy, dude. It's, it, and uh, another weird part is that we tur- have turned away so much work just because of, um, a capacity, you know, either we're just, we don't have like the inventory available or we don't have like the, uh, like manpower or like logistics. So, um, it's exciting because we're putting things in place next year to be able to take on more. And so I'm excited to see what else we can do, but it's crazy to think that we we hit that goal with turning away so much work. I mean, also, you know, our our baby. I mean, today's the the twenty third. Our baby's due literally any day. So we for like December, we didn't take on a whole lot of work. We actually turned away um, the majority of jobs, even like good ones. We turned them away because we just didn't want to take on too much work around the end of the year. Um, so all that to say, it's exciting. I'm super grateful. Um, it was an amazing year. Um, we did over three hundred and twenty five events. Um, which is a lot. It's if you do the math, that's like six and a half a week. But um, the reality is, we don't do a whole lot of events in January and February, um, and then uh, even like March is so much slow, and so it's a lot of events crammed into a, you know a less months. Um, also, it's mainly on the weekends too, so um, it's just a whole lot of events on the weekends, which is yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, in, in previous in previous years, like a busy weekend for us would be around like seven to like eight events if we had we were doing that many events i would have been stressed out and we had i think it was through august through october um we consistently averaged 10 plus events which every single weekend so it was just a whole lot uh, i learned a ton about how to like uh, do things I, I learned a lot what what works what doesn't work um we even did a lot of like weekday events which was different but cool um just lots of like corporate stuff and just random events that come out of nowhere tons of last minute stuff um i mean we often would get calls or emails from people wanting to book an event for literally like the next day I mean that was very very common um and like big events you know just like corporate stuff which is again really good but really hard to like manage last minute so really good year 
we we just bought a brand new box truck, which I'm super excited about. Um, we this whole time we've had a truck that we inherited uh, with the business when we first uh, took over in 2018, which is like a little 16 foot old. It's like an old U-Haul basically that's been you know like rewrapped. So it's an older truck, nothing super fancy. And it's got a lot of miles on it, and it's like a 2005 and whatever. But we made it work. Um, but typically every week, we're more, yeah, uh, every man, weekend when we do events, we always have to rent additional trucks to fulfill the orders. And so um, I think between – we really started renting probably like June. June or July, we started renting trucks. That's when we started getting really busy. And I literally am renting a truck uh, this weekend. So, I mean, we're still renting trucks. And we right now we're spending between about five to $700 per weekend on like, truck rentals, which sucks. Yeah. Wow. It's like over two grand a month. I'm just rent, renting a vehicle because we, we just don't have uh, enough ourselves. And so I'm really excited about our new one. Um, it's also just like really nice. It's, you know, it's brand new. It's got a lift gate ramp and it's 22 feet. It's like a big truck. So... Excited about that. I think it's going to be super helpful for next year. Um, we'll be able to take on more work and just run things um, more smoothly. And then I'm most excited about, but we just hired a full-time operations manager. Um, and so go. I think I talked about this about six months ago, but it's, uh, the roles have kind of shifted and changed. I've kind of like learned what we need, but back uh, six months ago, I said we hired an events manager and I've kind of changed things around. So now we have an operations manager and basically uh, this position is essentially uh, replacing me in terms of all like the hands-on side of things. And so uh, this position is in charge of uh, managing uh, really all of our events, uh, all of our guys, and then like our warehouse. And so, um, yeah, just all like the hands-on part of the job. Plus there's a good amount of other like overlap of other types of management, but the main job is, uh, like I said, managing events, uh, the warehouse and the guys. So that basically means, you know, scheduling events, um, you know, coordinating with, uh, the coordinators and brides and, uh, making sure guys are, you know, staff for events and, you know, overseeing like the whole operation of the, of the, the business, which, it's really cool because it actually it's a really good job for someone. I mean, it's um, it's a well-paying job and it's a like a good position. I mean, they're gonna have a lot of authority. They're essentially running about half of the business. Um, and I've I've realized like I'm not that good at that part. Like I I can do it. I know how to do it, but I don't like it. And I think that like my natural like strength and tendency is to want to grow and and sell and and add on business. But I hate the part of like executing the, executing the actual work, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I you know I found someone that's I think uh, he's like he's his mind works that way. He's really good at um, being organized and executing, and he kind of sees the puzzle all fit together. So I'm speci- I'm really excited about like the position, but also I'm excited about who we got in that position. So mm-hmm. um, that just happened. Like we just hired him full time. Uh, I think two weeks ago he started. So uh, brand new. Um, so I, I mean, I think I'll have more talk about that in our next episode for 2022, but, um, I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be a huge difference for next year. So yeah, that's, that's a, one that's a big milestone. One. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been, that's really like why we started the business. Like it's, I have, you know, if really since we started it, it's kind of, it's been really good for us and it's been very flexible and there's a lot of good to it, but there has been a whole, in a lot of ways, it's just been like a, like a high paying job for me and it's, it's a big part of it. Right. And I don't have, you know, we didn't, we didn't buy the business to have another job. Like I, I did it for like a, a business. And so like, I've known that I either wanted to build it up and sell it, or I've wanted to like go this route of, um, having someone take on the operation side of things. And, um, I don't know. I've been like debating which direction to go. And I think it was probably around like October we decided to do this. And so we've kind of been just like, look, I'm like the low key, like looking for people to, to hire and we found someone. So, I'm really excited. Uh, I think it's going to be a good for him as well. I think it's good for, good for our company, good for our, our, our whole team. I'm really excited. I think I've talked about this before, but uh, I feel like now, like legitimately, I'm, I have a business. <laughs> right. I've said that before, <laughs> but uh, I think we took a step this year in June when we hired an events manager. That really helped. But um, now like we're for sure going in that direction of more of a business versus a job. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Um, I'll talk more, um, in our next episode about what I plan to do with uh, more of my time now, but that's that. Um, yeah, like I said, it's exciting things for next year. So I'll get to that. Um, another thing is, uh, our staging company. So if you guys don't know, um, we partner, partnered with Talia and Thomas Fitzgerald, uh, uh June 1st, and we bought into their uh, staging business. And so, that's been good. Um, it was I don't say it was a rocky start, but um, we had a lot to learn, and we, we we jumped in in like the busiest time of the year. And so, 
Uh, it took a while to kind of like get things in place and I, we're still getting things in place but it took a while to kind of find our groove and just at the end of this year we we've got a couple good jobs we, we took on we took on one that was a um like a full-on so we do like home staging right so people want to sell their house they hire us to come in and stage it with a uh, new furniture to make it look appealing and help uh buyers kind of see how they help buyers picture themselves living there um, but we also do home design so if people want to redesign their home or if they're building the home and it's from scratch they need to kind of get it all set up we do that as well um, but we haven't taken on any, any jobs that were specifically for design yet and we just took on our first one so it was some mm. someone that we know that uh, actually kind of funny we got referred to this guy because his wife does, does wedding coordination so we worked, worked with her on the event side of things and then um, when we took over and started doing staging in June, we sent out an email to all of our coordinators and this coordinator saw that email and didn't respond to us, didn't really think about it. But six months later, she's like, um, when her husband was buying the property, she's like, oh, I know someone that does uh, home design. And so she reached out to us and bought it being bada boom. And so, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, uh, he bought it as a uh, Airbnb. So, hmm. and he like, fully remodeled the house. And so it was really from scratch that Talia came in and did a full design and everything. So that was really, really cool. It was a huge project. Um, we learned a ton off of it. And so um, anyway, that was a huge uh, step for us. And so that actually, that one job alone, plus our other ones, helped us meet our goals for the year. And so that's cool. Um, and then just looking at like, January, we, we just um, we just booked three stages for January. And then we also have another big one that might book as well. And what's exciting about all that is most of our business so far has come from uh, Talia's dad. Talia's dad uh, does home remodels and he does construction and he mainly does flips. And so all of his houses are um, empty and they're vacant. So we have to stage them to sell. And so we get a good chunk of those as well. That's been most of our business. We've gotten, you know, a couple of random ones here and there. We've been working on, you know, building connections with other agents throughout San Diego. Um, but anyway, all that to say, all three of the jobs we just scheduled for January are all jobs outside of his business, so like new clients. And so oh, wow. that's exciting. They're just good connections. Mm-hmm. And we, um, one of those is, well, sorry, two of those houses came from one agent. So our goal has been to basically connect with with agents. I think the more that we can get to know and connect with, then the more business they will send us and vice versa. So yeah, that's exciting. Um, I feel like I'm talking so fast. It's huge. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got one more and what went well. Uh, last one is, is giving. Oh, I have two more. Sorry, uh, giving. So around April, we decided that we wanted to give ten percent of um, of like net profit from our business, um, and this would be in addition to our normal tithe. And so, kind of something that we like didn't. Obviously, you don't have to do. And it's kind of just like a random thought that I had that me and Connie talked about and decided we wanted to do. And so at first, we were going to just like tithe like to the church, but then we decided instead of like a normal tithe, we wanted to basically uh pick and choose who and how we want to give that money to people and so we've just been like helping people as we see fit and um it's been really really fun it's been scary and hard because connie like if you guys know connie she thinks really big and has these huge ideas and so she's like oh let's give like 10 grand to this person and i'm like whoa you know so it's been very like it's been big like that um but it's been really fun so um yeah we've been doing that and it's been awesome i we haven't like tracked it super well but i'm pretty sure we're, we're pretty close to that uh 10 number so <clears throat> that's been fun i feel like it's been rewarding um it's been good for me i naturally i like to give and i, I know that it's a good thing to do but um when it comes down to it it's, it's hard dude. it's really hard to give especially when it's not your tithe like it's um in, mm-hmm. in addition to your tithe and so you don't have to do it um so it's been fun it's been like a rewarding thing for me um but it's been good it's also helped me to kind of stay in check like the reason why we're, we're wanting to grow and uh you know grow in business and earn money is not like solely for ourselves it's to help people and to, to be good to people so it's been a fun thing um my last thing <coughs> for the year has been um well we made a baby that's pretty cool so <laughs> that's, uh, no big deal right yeah minor yeah, detail and uh he's he's due december 27th and it's uh, the 23rd right now so any day, dude. Uh, Connie's already, ha- she's having contractions. She's kind of in early labor. So, um, yeah, it could be any day, dude. It's very, very crazy. But um, Man. I'm very excited. So, the next um, episode we do, I'll have a son. So That's going to be nuts. Well, do you, do you think he'll actually come before the end of the year? Or do you think there's a chance that he'll come well, 2022? Well, we get a nice, tax, nice little tax break. So, I hope he comes at the end of the year. <laughs> but I don't know. Right, so retroactively. I think, I think most first babies are late. Um I guess Connie was saying that you can like if you have sisters, they could, that can help gauge like 
mm. you know how how it may work for you and i think both of her sisters the first time they had babies um both babies came i think between one to two days late so okay that's good because he could come by the end of the year um, but some new moms easily go to 41 42 weeks you know so she could right. be a couple weeks late i just don't know so um we know that she's in in early labor except you know things are happening to her body that happen when your body starts preparing so mm-hmm. it's any day now which is um scary <laughs> I, can, yeah, I can't believe that i had a dream last night that she was in labor which is weird wow so, yeah so yeah I that's gotta, most of my year um wonder events wonder staging giving and having a baby or wow making a baby baby's not here yet a lot of things went well uh solid i think one of your best yet well done that's I top that, Corey. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> I have to go back. I have to go after that. Um, cool. Well, if you think of anything else, feel free to jump in. But um, kind of scroll through mine as well. Starting with swipe files uh, and just work in general. I think that that's gone. This year has gone really well. In fact, I feel like it could have gone a lot better. It's not that it didn't go well, but it could have gone a lot better if I just like had my head on straight and. Um, ignored some other things which i'll talk about in the next section but uh it's why i feel like now especially since october or like september october is in a really good place i have over 440 members paying members um as of this month i have premium sponsors as well who make up for about half ish of the revenue now as well um and i can talk about it now because i think by the time we publish it and it's also like in the works i know it's going to get done Knock on wood, hopefully I don't jinx myself, but I'm also buying back Haymarketers and that'll also be sort of like incorporated into swipe files because I've been doing a little bit of recruiting and that's gone well. And generally like I still get all sorts of opportunities and leads for jobs and companies hiring and people asking if I know a company's hiring. And so it's just been something I haven't been able to like fully escape and now I'm re-embracing. <laughs> so. Do, um, you kind of agree past that, but quickly explain what happened with Haymarketers. Yeah, so I sold him marketers last year, right after I left Fairmetrics, um, because I wasn't really doing very much with it, and I was spending a lot of time manually curating jobs that I felt like my time could be better spent elsewhere. So I sold it, and then uh, I still kept like a minority stake. But then in August of this year, the the buyer said, "Hey, I'm sort of taking a step back from tech." would you be open to, you know, buying it back if you want it? And I was like, sure, of course. At a Um, discounted rate. Right. At a very discounted rate. Yeah. So it it made a lot of financial sense for me based on the revenue was generating. It was basically, I was buying it for like one month revenue essentially, um, which is like nothing. I couldn't say no. Um, But also I think with some of the developments in like job board software and just my own process, it won't take nearly as much time. In fact, I'll be partnering with a company who will be doing most of the work for me. So it's kind of a no brainer. Um, and so hopefully I can say that that will go really, really well in 2022, but this year that's also sort of like a win buying that back and incorporating it, setting the, the stage for next year. Um, but just in general, swipe files, things have been going really well, uh, creating a lot, a lot of content, a lot of newsletter content, created a new course, which will be wrapping up, uh, next week just on the dot before the end of the year. Um, and now finally I feel like I have a really good idea of what it is. Refocus on, on just software marketing, just SaaS. um, really clear on what it is that I'm offering with like the whole bundle of courses and community and office hours, which is really hard cause like everyone's different. And so that was just a big question mark and kind of awkward thing that I didn't really know how to find the winning combination. And now I feel like I have it. So I can just move forward with that and not have to constantly be rethinking about what is the right model for this. Um, Savvy Cal as well has gone really well. Very, very easy consulting, um, easy to pay the bills, good relationship with Derek. I'll be working with him more in 2022 as well. And just continuing that uh, while I have the time and energy and space um, because it's fun and it's rewarding and, uh, it's that, that good, still that consistent stream of income and I can reinvest money into other places. Um, and I think I was tallying up the numbers. Um, this isn't like a, like a humble brag at all, but just like transparency to just give people an idea of 
what it looks like. And across everything for swipe files, some recruiting fees, um, and SavvyCal, I was actually kind of, kind of surprised, but I think I cracked the $200,000 mark for the year. Nice, dude. Um, which I thought it was going to be around 130, 140. And then in the last like couple of months, it's just been a really, really good couple of months. Mm. So that's kind of pushed cool. me over the edge. And uh, time to buy a house. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see if that's in the, in the cars for 2022. But um, yeah, it's weird. Cause even when I look at that number, I'm like, it doesn't feel like I made that much. And it doesn't really feel, does that make not, you feel bad or like, Cause I know I've, we've had similar, I've, I felt similar. I'm like, wait, what? We made that much last month. Like it, sometimes it feels like where did it go or what's going on? You know, know. do you feel that way too? Or, or no? Yeah. hundred percent. I'm like, man, we should be living like, you know, like ballers on a mansion on $200,000 a year, but mm-hmm. it's really not the case one. Cause that's like overall revenue. It's not accounting for taxes and expenses yeah, yeah. and exactly. um, things well, I like think that. that answers the question. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where did it go? like half of it. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the same time, I feel like we've done a good job of saving a lot of that. And especially since we've been able to basically live on Savvy Cal, everything else is kind of about a bonus, at least for right now. Um, we don't have to rely on that money to live off of. So, but yeah, it does feel like, yeah, like, I don't know, when does it really feel like we're making good money and Mm. I guess it's higher than that number because I don't know. It's just been like <clears throat> our experience so far. Yeah. Easy. Well, I don't know, dude. I mean, San Diego's expensive. The world's expensive. We've got inflation coming up. These, these numbers are getting smaller, uh, relative mm-hmm. to how we live. But, um, yeah. So that's sort of like on the business side. Um, I think I mentioned the mid-year review, but I did my first sort of dabbling in angel investing, which has gone well and it's been actually really fun to like get the updates and be able to co- sort of help out um, like as an advisor a little bit, even though I'm writing super, super small checks and there's only a couple companies. Um, they're basically just, you know, friends or friends of friends and companies that are like products that either use or am like really familiar with because they're like in my space. And I don't plan on doing like a lot more of it, probably just keep dabbling here and there because I won't see that money again for another five or 10 years. Right. So it's not really like, I don't know, there, there's really no like immediate financial return or like strategic use of the money, if that makes sense. Um, so I don't want to be doing too much of that, but uh, none of the companies have gone to zero yet and uh, they're all trending the right direction. I was actually, I was, I was listening to a podcast with someone who said that they, they invested in a company and wrote a fairly large check and then the next month got an email from the founder that said that they were shutting down and starting a new company in a different area <laughs> and didn't return the money at all. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. So like that was a huge loss because my money literally went down the drain. So I'm, I'm counting it as a win that all the companies are very much trending in the right direction and that the money's being put to good use. Um, as far as trips go, uh, just briefly mention, I always feel like I'm like, man, we didn't go on any trips this year. That's never true. We went on quite a few trips. Went to Cancun, uh, Palm Springs, Lake Tahoe, Big Bear. We did some beach camping in Carlsbad. Went to San Jose, Las Vegas, LA. No, like, I don't know. I guess like no like Europe trips or like big long vacations, but um, still a good amount of travel. Another big win I'll mention is crypto and I won't dive too much into it, but I can't lie. It's between uh, the ENS airdrop, which I think I mentioned on here mm-hmm. you did yeah and the constitution dow um sort of thing which i think i mentioned on here did i mention that probably not actually you did yeah you did okay good because i don't want to talk about it again it's almost embarrassing <laughs> and um <laughs> and all the yield farming i've done anyways crypto has been very generous to me this year uh hopefully is that included in the two hundred thousand or no no uh-uh. no because you haven't realized that income yet i guess right exactly yeah Diamond hands haven't sold anything yet, but, holding uh, out, huh? that's right. Holding out. Just going to keep watching it grow and, uh, get that magic compounding. And I guess there's a final update just on some, some books. I feel like the last, so I wanted to mention because I think last year I mentioned that I wanted to read less books, but like better or like reread. Mm-hmm. 
man, I still didn't get to rereading books, which is a huge bummer. Um, it's not entirely true. I like skimmed through some old books that I, you know, wanted to get to some like specific chapters on things, but I think I read, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, somewhere around 12 or 13 books, which like is not a lot. It's like one a month ish on average. Um, mostly because Dune took up like three months of my life. <laughs> it was so long and fairly rewarding. It was all right. Uh, but the books that I did read, I feel like we're all really, really solid. Like I'm looking at the list and I don't regret reading really any of them, even though Dune was okay. Like it was fun, like just being in like a fiction book for a long time. And, um, but the books I did read, uh, write useful books, um, founding sales, thinking in bets, effortless garden city with, uh, how to invest in real estate with no or low money down. Like they were all really, really solid. And I like my reads. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was a good use of time because I, Got, took away a lot from those yeah. books yeah. and i think that's gonna wrap up my uh well well, well. oh one more pickleball <laughs> oh, <laughs> just yeah. exercise in general again the last year i feel like that was one of my big things was I basically did no exercise didn't go out it's also a lot of lockdown right it's like what are you supposed to do but since like june i've been going to the gym or at least doing like a workout like twice or three times a week and then this year was the year of pickleball, picking that up and love pickleball. Huge win. Glad that's in my life. Definitely been like a, a bright spot. I think I mentioned it, but like, man, I just, I was like for a while there, I was like itching to get out and do something. have some sort of like active hobby and pickleball has scratched that itch very hard. So that's I'm cool. uh, really thankful for that. That's awesome. Next year, <coughs> I got to get in the game. And, uh, that's right. Show you who's boss. <coughs> Join us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The fun category. What did not go well? Oh, boy. Um, let me see here. So my first one I wrote down, honestly, this could be like, this could go under what what went well. Um, but so we decided, well, I don't I didn't know if I like decided, but I think I just naturally like shut down our moving company. Mm. Um, <clears throat> mainly because we... Um, not that it didn't work, which funny actually is, I feel like it's just now really starting to work <laughs> because <laughs> we uh, I made a website and did some things, and um, like I feel like just now it's like bearing fruits. I get calls fairly often from people that I just find this on like Google or Yelp or wherever, and they looking for movers. So I still get calls. Um, I haven't like officially shut it down, but uh, I'm not taking on any work. So I've basically just like stopped doing the moves. Um, we have it basically to help people if we need to. So we just like moved um, some friends of ours. So we, you know, we didn't like charge them, but we helped them out. We moved some friends from Spring Valley to Alpine recently, and you know we'll do things like that. Uh, we had a new uh, roommate move in our house. We moved her for free, so we'll help people, but we don't like run it as a business anymore. Um, mainly because uh, we're, we've been so busy with events, and um, there's more money in events, and moving is really hard, and my guys don't like it. So kind of uh, the main reason. I don't regret it, and kind of why I said I would put it under. Um, like what went, what went well is because when I first started, I think I like voiced this, but I didn't want to like go start like a new idea just because, and then like, you know, stop it for no reason kind of thing. But I don't really feel that like that happened. I think that I started it, um, cause I needed to, and it made money, it paid for itself and it helped us out in 2020. And, um, we stopped it naturally when it kind of made sense. So once we didn't need to, once we had enough work, um, that's when we decided to, to stop it. So um, so yeah, I mean, I put that under what, under what, when it, what didn't it go well, but I think that also could be a good decision. So that's I that. Um, <clears throat> I don't miss it. Uh, it was, it was super hard work and like I said, none of my guys liked it. So we'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll like revamp it as time goes on, but for now we're going to put on pause. Um, uh, reading, I didn't read a whole lot this year. I, um, I think I've probably read like six books. I've written down, but I probably read like six books start to finish. Then I have another like, uh, five that I'm literally still in the middle of right now. Um, I think I mentioned that like a month ago, two months ago, but I haven't finished them. I've just kind of been like bouncing around and not really focused on them. And, um, yeah, part of that has been because of like the pregnancy. I feel like, um, people don't really talk about like pregnancy and how it can affect your life. Maybe it's different for everyone, but I feel like being pregnant is kind of like being engaged. Like if you're engaged, either it's really, really yeah, good and you right. love it or it's really sucking really hard. You know, most people have one of those experiences. And for us, it's been, I want to say it's been sucky, but it's, it has been a hard, it's been hard. It hasn't been easy. Um, it's taking a big toll on Connie and um, I've had to like pick up the slack where she um, hasn't had the capacity to do things. And so uh, I feel like outside of work, I've um, 
like all of my time has gone towards uh, her and taking care of her and like the house and you know just daily responsibilities and so haven't had a whole lot of time to read which has been a bummer um but hopefully we'll make a little comeback next year but um, do you do you miss it or do you feel like you haven't really i don't know like it hasn't been like something you've really been had like an appetite for if that makes sense no, I, I for sure miss it. I love okay. I love to read, um, but I haven't made it a priority. If that's what you're asking, I mean, because um, I mean, reality is, if I, if I really, really, really want to, I would have done it. Um, it's just been one of those things where it's like, eh, I'd rather sleep in after 30 minutes, or I'd rather, you know, whatever. Like I haven't done it. So yeah, um, I feel like it's one of those things. Like because there's, of there's a season for everything, you know, and like yeah. I don't blame you for not reading a lot. The last <laughs> the last year or six months has just been a whirlwind. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm bummed about it, but it's fine. It's not. I mean, I did, I did get some good reading in, and I feel like I still continue to learn in other ways, and so it's all good. Um, we had a few trips we wanted to do. We won a big one we wanted to do, um, which was probably unrealistic, but we probably could have done it if we wanted to. Was we wanted to uh, take like, like a month long road trip and just That's like right. kind of drive, and we never did it. We never really scheduled it. Never made it happen. Um, so I'm kind of bummed about that, but. You know, it is what it is. Um, overall, like for the year, I really wanted to like be intentional in the way that I lived, like things that I did, people I hung out with, um, things I spent my time on. I don't really feel like I did that. And I'll kind of get to that in the next point. Um, but I just feel like I I really wanted that for the year. We, me and Connie both did. And we, we didn't really live that way. So I'll get to that uh, more in the, in the next point. Um I'll do this. Is a good one. So I think I mentioned this. But we, um, we and I'll, I'll give details. So we, we lent some money. Uh, to someone for so I'll just kind of get details. So, uh, there's this property in Del Mar that uh, it was there's like a this big lot and this investor bought the lot and he parceled it into two separate parcels. So ma- ma- mainly it means it's two separate properties. And in 2019, I think it was he um, on one of the parcels he built a house and sold it and made a good amount of money. And he had a couple investors help him. And then for 2021, he was going to do the same thing on the second lot and he was going to do this exact same. Uh, floor plan, but he was going to uh, also do an ADU. So it was supposed to be a you know really good uh, investment opportunity. And he asked us to invest. So we invested uh, $50,000, a lot of money. And um, it was basically we were going to get, we were like a partial investor. So we, I think we owned 11% of the, of the property and we were basically going to get 11% of the profits, whatever it costed them to, you know, buy the property, hold it for, build and then sell it. And so that's kind of the the plan and so we gave it to him at the end of 2020 and um long story short basically uh, it's we're still what it's almost been a year the plan originally was he was going to have the money for um about 12 to 15 months was the plan so the goal was to be done with the project like beginning of 2022 they still haven't even started yet haven't done one thing Man. so it's just been kind of it hasn't gone well i mean it didn't work out um, there's reasons behind it. The main reason was because of like building costs. And so the investors basically decided, you know, things are really expensive right now. Uh, like let's, let's, you know, let's basically wait. Um, but in the meantime, they've been working on like plans and permits. And so plans and permits can easily take up three to six months. And so kind of what happened was the first half of the year that just went really, really slow. I think the city was backed up because of COVID. Um, but I think around June, July, they finally got the plans and permits where they, where they could build if they wanted to. Um, but they decided to wait. And so we told them we basically want our money back. So we get our money back. They're going to pay us interest on it, which is nice. But um, that one didn't really work out, which I don't regret doing. Yeah. I'm glad I tried it because it was supposedly going to be a good good return. Um, but now I feel like, dang, that sucks. Like we have that, that much money tied up that we didn't get a whole lot of return on. And um, with inflation, we probably lost a little bit on that, you know. And so I don't know, I'm a little bummed about that. But now you know we have plans to put that to work in 2022. So um i would do it again i want to i want to do those kinds of opportunities i think that's how we're going to make money for you know low effort and um it's a good thing to do so it was it was also was like a secured investment so it wasn't just like hey here's 50 grand with you know like good luck you know it was all right you know in writing and um you know it was all backed with with other other things and so and we also we know we know the um the guy so actually he's our accountant so that's how we found that deal um and then the last one that didn't go well, which I feel like every year I put this down as uh, hobbies. <laughs> I didn't like do anything, dude. Like I just, all I really did was work and like do that stuff around the house. That's all I did all year long. And so I think I always say this, but, uh, 2022 is the year to change it, man. I have a, we have a GM in place or operations manager in place and I'm going to show you the new Jeremy. Okay. Are you sure about <laughs> that? Cause you're going to have a baby too. 
Yeah, it's probably not. That, that's your new hobby. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll <laughs> check the box, but it's not going to look like yeah. what you think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe. So yeah, that's what didn't go well for me. Yourself away. Um, what was that? I said maybe still you'll be able to pry yourself away. And uh, yeah. We'll what, what do you What do you want to do? Um, I want to kick your ass at pickleball. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, Good luck. No, I want to. I mean, I don't know. I I really enjoy uh, music. I want. I like to spend more time just like just casually playing music. Like when I was younger, dude, I spent so much time just like playing drums and I was screwed around guitar and I had a little piano I was messing around with. Like I just like, enjoyed that. So I'd want to do more of that. Um, I would love to start playing basketball on Friday nights with the guys. That'd be fun. Um, and I would, but the, actually the biggest one, which I didn't say first was a uh, go fishing. Like I love being on the water. So That's we right. have a, we have access to Connie's dad's boat and mm. we had it at our house this year for like three months. So we took oh, it yeah. out, I think four times. So I did go on, I did that a few times, but um, dude, every those like four days that we went fishing were like seriously like, some of the top days of, my, of the whole year. Like I love, mm. I love being on the water. It's one of my favorite things. We take yeah. we take it out of the bay in San Diego. We, um, t- I think two times we went, we would like go fishing for a little bit, and we would pull up to um like Miguel's right there, right you know downtown Miguel's. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'd pull up there in the dock and park and go walk in, go eat. Like, it was really fun, you know. And so, I would love to be on the water more next year. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. So I've uh I've been craving more musical stuff lately as well i'm actually i'm getting i don't know if it's something i'm getting my guitar fixed because i had the like split on the the body and um it was like a little getting a little bit warped and so i have it in a shop right now and he's doing a whole thing with like a humidifier to like help it sort of naturally fix and then he's going to glue it and then he's going to change out the strings to some uh some thicker gauge uh strings and we're going to put it in a in a lower tuning and then he's also going to change the nut to adjust to the thicker strings as well. But um, I'm excited for that because it'll be, uh, it's not drop D, but it's basically like, it's Philicum's tuning. It's everything's like one oh. step down. But you can still like, tune it to normal, right? If you want or no. I could, but I, like the better solution with that would just be to put a capo on because with the thicker strings, they're they're naturally not, they're supposed to be like at that level. So if you tune them mm-hmm. up, then it's like having your, your guitar tuned higher than yeah, it should yeah. be, which makes the neck tighter and everything gets a little bit different. What does that cost to do all that? Uh, it'll be a couple hundred bucks. I think he quoted me like 300 or something like that. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. It could be a little Ooh. bit more with all the like things that he's replacing, but uh, I feel like it'd be worth it once I have it back. Yeah. And it's less nice. expensive than a new guitar. <laughs> so that's always a win. But um, gotcha. yeah, it's good to know in the hobbies like to uh see you on the on the course on friday nights as well dude you don't want this man either either <laughs> one pickleball and basketball and freaking okay give a little shake and bake earlier in the year i feel like there was there was a, a while there where i was like dang i feel like i'm like getting better like i'm shooting well i'm I've got a couple moves um I, i'm like improving and then i didn't play for a while and then since then i feel like i'm getting worse again and so yeah, uh, dude, every time I play, I, I mean, I suck now. Like I play and it's like, dude, like, why am I even here? Like I can't <laughs> run. I'm, my knees hurt. I'm really I'm out of shape. Once in a while though, I'll, I'll drain a few, you know, a little glory flashback of the glory days. But. Well, what I've learned is that you got to go hard in the beginning while you still feel fresh. And then later on, it's okay to suck, but you got to at least make the most of the time when you're fresh. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm good for like one game. And then right. normally <laughs> if, if, that, we win, like, if we win, I'm like, dang, I need a little fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that's funny all song. right Corey, uh what didn't go well what didn't go well well one of the big ones was uh a sort of side project gone awry called help a creator the idea was basically i was gonna play a matchmaker and um kind of scratch a, my own itch with matching experts with people looking for quotes for content and uh, so there's like this big incumbent called Hero, help a reporter out. A lot of people use it. Basically, like an opportunity comes in and says, hey, have you ever done X, Y, and Z? We'd love to hear your experience with it. And then you submit it, uh, your your little paragraph. And then if they use you, then they'll link to you and give you a shout out and, and a mention in the article. And that business does like a ridiculous amount of money. And it's super, super old. And I just felt like, man, I could do this much better really fast. And then I can just like automate it and it'll work by itself. Well, that was not really the case. <laughs> it's a little bit more difficult technically than I expected. And, um, and it's also that classic, like, 
marketplace problem where you have to build two sides at the same time with the supply and the demand and playing matchmaker and sort of like this chicken and egg problem, uh, or it's called a cold start problem. And that was, that was a problem and that was hard to do. So I basically felt like I, <clears throat> I didn't work on it like full time, but I probably wasted like three months of like focus working on that and then felt really guilty about it and was like really stressing me out for a long time and then finally just let it go and didn't do anything with it and sort of like shut it down like the, the little yeah. progress that I, I did make. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I don't yeah. I, mean, I always feel like guilty or like I, like I shouldn't like go down the rabbit hole, but there's no problem with that. Like, you there's know, nothing wrong I with it. I remember you were super like, excited about it and yeah. kind of just like fizzled out. I still feel like it's a great idea and I'd like to like find someone to just like, I don't know, like I want it to exist. That's like the big thing. It's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if I didn't feel like it should be a thing out there. The problem is that I feel like it really distracted me away from swipe files. And during those three months, I didn't get really anything done with swipe files and I, I wanted to, and like help a creator was the reason that I didn't essentially. So I feel like I could be further along, have more members, larger lists, et cetera, et cetera. And just in general, it was a good learning lesson. And like, I'm glad that I kind of like just went for it and took the shot. But at the end of the day, it didn't go well. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't fruitful by any means. Um, it was also like right after that, that I sort of felt like some burnout during the summer in like that, like June, July, August period a little bit. And um, I think some of that was due to help a creator because I feel like I was spinning my wheels to swipe files that didn't bear any fruit. I wasn't like making a lot of money and it just like wasn't where I wanted to be uh, with anything. And um, that was pretty difficult to like, just like work through how to just kind of like let go and like reevaluate, replan. I don't know, let it be what it was, but uh, that was annoying. It was just kind of like, blah, like why did it, I don't know. It was like, that three months of working this other thing also turned out to also turned into like two months of burnout, not being very productive at all. Um, this is unrelated, but, uh, one of the big things for this year and also cause I mentioned that last year as well, but still fairly delayed on building a SaaS product. Um, really there's no like fault or, or reason or excuse other than, it's really hard to build a software product in a new category because you're basically uh, reinventing, they're not reinventing the wheel, but you're, you're building everything from scratch. Like there isn't like a lot of things to build off of or concepts or things to compare against. And generally that's just hard to, to build for, but also um, it's just hard to like, it just takes a long time when we're doing it part-time and so we're like making some progress. We're like getting close to, we're basically like in progress building like a prototype right now, but that's still like a few months away. And although we've like broken ground, which feels like a big milestone and, and a lot of good progress, there's still a long ways to go and we don't have anything to show for in 2021. So I would like to have been like right now, I would like to have been in like the, okay, we had the prototype. Now we're going to build like the first like functional version of this and like people want it. We're getting like pre-orders, but that's not where we're at. We're still a few months away from that at least. Um, one of the other ones has been everything is marketing. It's been really fun. Uh, so that's like the new podcast that I launched earlier in the year in like February and the original idea, which is very like ironic of me now, cause like I should have known, but the original idea was that that would be like the big sort of audience builder for swipe files. And man, podcasts are so hard to grow. And it really took me launching this one to realize, like, uh, I don't know, like there is no exception to the rule. Like it's just, it is really extremely hard. And it, it was not the big audience builder. Took up a lot, a lot of time. Are you still and doing although, it? huh? Are you still doing it? I'm not going to do it after. I'm basically like, really? I just published the last one. I might revisit it with like some ad hoc well, episodes or it, like a new format, <clears throat> but is it one of those things that just takes a while to get going or no? Yeah. Like if yes and no. Yeah. Like, I mean the, the thing is with my, with my Twitter following, with my newsletter list, 
the numbers should be a lot bigger for podcast lessons. And also they're, they're just not changing all that much. Um, and the hard part is that it's like, how do you grow podcasts? Well, you just have to get people to go and subscribe and listen to it week after week after week. And in order to do that, you have to usually like break outside of your own sort of personal network and your own personal sphere of influence with your audience. And, um, I just couldn't really do that this year. Like there wasn't one, I feel like I couldn't put a lot of the, the time needed to really, really promote it. Cause you have to really go the extra mile with like creating video clips and posting into YouTube and constantly promoting on social media and grabbing these clips and videos and like really pushing people to actually go and download an episode. And I just didn't do that. Um, it was more just like, here's a new episode and like kind of these roundups and emails and mentioning it here and there. But for the like efforts and time put into it, I don't feel like it was worth it was worth it. I can't really like measure how well it did. I think that it definitely drove some members and it was something that everyone liked. I got lots of positive messages about it, but it was like two hours. No, not even two. It was probably like four or five hours a week of like really intense work that just didn't feel all that. I don't know. It felt, it feels like now there are things that are a better use of my time and it was a grind. I was also, I also felt pretty burned out on that. Um, just like with hour long episodes and all the prep and research and then like the production and then the promotion and it was a lot. Are you going to um, keep your VA? Uh, no, I actually let go of the VA. The, yeah. This month. Um, largely because podcast yeah, stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the VA was really helpful. She was great. Uh, but again, a lot of what she was working on was the podcasts. And that was also part of it. I was like, I don't know, man, this, this is starting to feel like a cost center. And like, am I really, really enjoying this right now? Are there other things that I'll be working on? If I didn't have this, the answer was yes. So I just didn't feel like the right use of my time um, yeah, right now. Again, might revisit it later. I don't know. We'll see. But um, another big one for this year, which is a bummer to put on the list again, but devotions just feel like I didn't crack the code again on like making it a really consistent habit. Uh, I would like to kind of go on and on about all the different reasons and excuses for why, but at the end of the day, just to make it a priority and it just wasn't like an ingrained habit in my daily routine. Um, and so that'll be on the list for 2022 again, <laughs> here we go. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much my list of what didn't go well. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, last one. Um, this one's always funny because like, I think about, okay, are there like actual concrete that defend of things? I can say here's like one thing <laughs> I learned or is it just like an abstract idea? And most of the time right. it's an idea for me. Yeah. But um, a couple of things that I were on my mind. So one thing is that um, I think I've kind of reinforced, but uh, is that things can just change really quickly. And uh, you know, I was with um, Connie's dad. We were at lunch a couple months ago and we were just talking and, he, uh, he just kind of said, you know, he's like, there are good times. And it was, I think I was asking him like, dude, like, cause he's 65, I think. And he still works like 60 plus hours a week. I mean, he's mm. always working, always trying to like keep growing and whatever. And there's been points in his life where he's been very secure. He's had lots of money, lots of homes, lots of like good things going on. And there's been times when he's been like really low and he's, he's like lost everything like multiple times. And so I kind of was asking him about that. And he was like, you know, he was like, there are good times and there are bad times. And he said, right now you're in a good time. So enjoy it. That's what he said to me. So I was kind of thinking about that. Like he's right. But last year I was in a very bad time, you know? And so I was kind of reinforced, like things can just change so quickly. You know, I mean, I remember right before we bought our business where I was very unhappy with where I was and um, was in a position I didn't like and things just seemed to be taking so long to get going in my life. And then, um, bought the business and literally within like a month, my life looked so darn different. Mm -hmm. And then six months later, you know, we, uh, we were married. And then six months later from that, we bought a house and bought another business. Like things have changed so fast. And so in 2020, things shut down. I was back working for my dad. And then, you know, a year later, you know, we have a record year, you know, so it just, it reminds me of things can change so fast. And so that was like reinforced to me this year. Mm. And I, I just want to share that. I think if, you know, if anyone's listening and maybe you're discouraged or whatever, but like remember like things can just change so quickly for the good or for worse. And so it's an important thing to remember. Yeah. Um, 
another thing that I was kind of thinking again, I mentioned this in another category, but um, kind of the idea of like being intentional with what what I want to do with my time and kind of was just thinking like I know that if it doesn't matter what what I like what I intend to do, what I like want to do, what I like write down or think about, um, if I like don't focus, if I'm not very intentional, then uh, I won't achieve what I want to achieve. And I think about that like with big things and small things, but like small things like you know, every every uh, start of the week, I sit down. And I take like all my notes and my list on my phone and I write them down on like a notepad in my, in my desk. Cause that way I have it in writing right in front of me every day. Um, so I can see it. And I have to cross things off. And so every week I do that. And what I kind of realized is that a lot of times things go by where like I, like I, every week I flip a new page and I often will carry things over from the past week and put it on my new page. And some things like, Oh, I just constantly stay on the list. I kind of just realized it doesn't matter if I write it down. It doesn't matter if I like intend to like do this one thing, if, unless I'm very intentional and I schedule it and I plan it and I focus like these things just will not get done. And so, um, you know, small things like that, or when it comes to, you know, uh, relationships and spending time with people and, you know, devotions and focusing on the right things, like all these bigger picture like stuff in life. If we don't schedule, if we don't plan and you know, these, if we don't, if we're not intentional, these things won't happen. And so, I've been thinking a lot about that because I think there were some things this year that um, I let kind of just go by. And I, you know, my, I think at the start of the year, I talked about wanting to, you know, to be more intentional. And um, it's just thinking of like, you know, life's changing and we're having a son and, you know, we, like, we're building a business now. I have like a legit, like a team now. Um, and so, like, I need to be intentional, like, with these people in my life and, um, you know, just like thinking about having a son, like, okay, are we, you know, how, how do I teach him about God? How do we pray together? How do we, you know, teach him, you know, how to be a man and things to, you know, understand and to, and all these things. And so I've just been thinking a lot about that. I, I have, the stakes are higher now. Right? I have more of a reason mm-hmm. to really care about the way that I live and being intentional. It's not just me anymore. It's not just me and Connie. We have a son and we're going to continue to have kids. And so it's, uh, the stakes have been raised. And so it's kind of, you know, there's no more, there's not much more book of room to let another year go by without being, you know, intentional. So it's a kind of a good realization for me, I would say. Um, <clears throat> another area I would say that I, what I learned a lot about was just being over, being overcommitted. Um, I, I have this thing that I think about myself, which it might be pride or, or I don't know. I, I still think it's true, but I think that I can handle a lot. That's what I always think about. Myself. I think I can take on a lot. And I can do it. Like I, I've always thought that about myself, and I feel like for the most part, I, I do a lot. And I, but my problem is, I don't think I do a lot of things very well. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I think I, I can do a lot, I can get by, but not everything is at as, at as, um, how it should be. So I kind of realized that. Um, that mainly came from like the staging, because I think we took that on. I think well, it was also hard because when we decided to do that business, it was because of, um, like in 2020, I decided that I really wanted to uh, diversify for 2021. I wanted to have more streams of income because, you know, with yeah. our business shut down. And so that's the main reason why we did it. And um, I'm glad we did. But I think I underestimated how busy we were going to be in 2021. I mean, we just had so many events that oh, right. um, I just I overcommitted and things were way busier than I thought they were going to be. And so I don't regret it. We figured it out. We made it through. But it was a, a good reminder to not overcommit because I think I have that tendency to think, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Um, I just, and I constantly want to take on more things. You know, even the, I haven't really sh- shared this with many people, but um, I, so one thing I would like to do for next year is I would probably like to try to buy another business of some, of some sort. And uh, in the last month, I've seriously considered two opportunities, like very seriously. Um, and I ended up not doing both of them. Uh, mainly because I've decided until we do like a next, like the next new thing, I want to make sure we get staging up and going how I want to be. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to take anything else on until we get that going well. And I think we're on the right track and we will. Um, but like my natural tendency is to want to do the next thing. Like I just want to keep right. growing. And so that's part of why I'm excited that we hired a manager because I can focus more on growth. But at the same time, like I want to do well with what I have in front of me. And so uh, that's just important to me, and um, I, I think I learned that <laughs> this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, another thing, you know, I just uh, I think with the pregnancy, like I just learned a lot about the female body and how <laughs> things work and change and hormones and just a lot. It's just so much that I, I didn't think would be as um, challenging to learn and understand. So that's still in progress, but that's definitely been one thing that I've 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 learned and has been has been a lot one, one thing i just i thought of which doesn't really go into this category but i kind of mentioned it a little bit but talked about as like 
the stakes get higher in my life as we get more responsibility, then it was important that I'm intentional. But I mentioned like our team and our, and our employees, but I wanted to mention that uh, we were able this year for the whole year to have two people full time. And then I think at our peak, we had another seven guys that were part time, like 20 plus hours a week. So that's what we were able to like provide jobs wise. And I also, I also learned that like, I really like to provide jobs. Like I, mm. I don't know why, like I, it's cool. Like I, it's really cool that we get to like our little business can like support people and, and now we have two guys that are on like a salary like a full-time position you know like that's it's cool like that our little business can give people jobs and they can you know live their life and buy things and pay rent yeah. and whatever like that's that's neat and so we really we like doing that it's like a fun thing um but like it's a responsibility and so again like the stakes are higher now and they're going to continue to get higher the more we grow so yeah i learned a couple things this year those are great yeah uh it's gonna be hard for me to follow up on those but um, a couple things related to, I mean, the points that I was mentioning before about what went well and also what didn't go well. I feel like one of the things that I learned was, um, just in like, it's a little bit more like philosophical for a business, but, uh, you know, I set this thousand true fans public goal at the beginning of the year that I wanted to get a thousand paid members for swipe files. Since then I've, uh, increased the price by five times and I've introduced sponsors and that's basically like gotten me to like the financial goal that represented a thousand true fans, but I'm doing it with a lot less. And I think I've also just realized in general that like a hundred true fans is better for the most part than a thousand true fans because one, it's just like a smaller number. And so uh, it's a lot more like achievable and manageable, but usually also the, the quality goes up and the, the yeah, level of engagement big. from them goes up. Yeah. And I've noticed that as like just more and more people uh, buy in and like commit to it. They see it more as like an investment rather than just like something like an, like an impulse buy essentially. Um, so I've been trying to think about that more for like a lot of other things that I go into and you know, the SaaS business as well as like, I'm not really trying to optimize for volume. I'm trying to optimize for quality and for uh, like the, the number of people who are really, really, truly bought in and not just like everyone and anyone who can possibly mm -hmm. use something. Um, I also realized that I'm not a coach or like the coaching mm -hmm. kind of personality. I did some like startup coaching and mentoring, uh, or like late last year and then early this year and then decided to wind that down because I ended up having like a day or two a week, just fully booked from, you know, eight to five oh, every yeah, day I full of that. meetings. And that was like one of the most exhausting things I've ever done. Um, I've very much, you know, realized after that, that I am an introvert hundred percent. Like there's no doubt in my mind anymore about that, but also just that like, there's a real kind of like craft and practice to, well, to everything, but like, especially to coaching, I think it takes a really specific personality type and skill set to, to do that well. And, I am not the type of person who's going to do that well. And I I'd even like later in the year after I had wound it down, listened to some podcast episodes of like professional coaches. And I was like, wow, like this is totally not me. Like they were just like, they were so eager to hop on the phone all the time with people. And they're just constantly thinking about other people's businesses. And like, that's just not me. I'm, I'm a builder. I'm an introvert. I'm like, yeah, like you should know how to do this. And here's like the playbook. Now just like go do it and tell me how it went. But like, I have, you have to like really keep people accountable and yeah. show them step by step and, uh, and have like a plan to be proactive. And I'm just like, not that way. So that sounds um, like so fun to me, you know, like I forgot really? about doing that. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, I, mean, I, I like people I like talking and that'd be fun. But I could totally see how you, you would not like that or be good at that. Actually, it reminds me of, uh, when you, I was, you were teaching me guitar and you were so impatient, you slapped me in the face. Like you're just, you're not a good uh, teacher you're, right. or coach. You're very, right. this is how it should be. Just do it. Yeah. You know, and well, some that's people the thing. I, need a little, need a little massaging, a little bit of entertainment, yes, a little some bit finesse. You know, totally. Finesse. And I think I'm a much better teacher than I am coach. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, because I think that I can like, I'm, I'm pretty good at like finding all the patterns and creating the framework and then like delivering it in like a really like useful or like efficient way. Um, but then when, so when I'm talking with someone one-on-one, -on -one, I'm like, well, like, I don't know, just go take my course. Like I already talked about it here or like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I want to, I want to 
create the content once and then like move on to the next thing and create another piece of content. I don't want to like keep hashing the same thing over and over again. That's like a big, I think theme for me in general is I'm just not a big fan of monotony in any sense whatsoever. Uh, so anyways, one of the other big ones has just been, I think very similar to you. Uh, well actually on a on similar, similar, but different note, but everything takes longer than you want in general. Um, things also change rapidly, but also like some things are, I, I don't know, maybe the theme is like everything's on its own timeline and some things take longer than you want. Some things change and then you have to adapt. But like, I think for me in general with swipe files, with the SAS product, with even like, you know, the podcast I was talking about, everything just takes longer. And I'm also just an impatient person. And so I'm always in a rush and I uh, want to get to the next milestone um, and then one of the other big ones that I just thought about while I was looking over my notes was uh, the importance of sleep. And I've noticed like a huge difference in my energy, my attitude, just like overall how I feel about my life and <laughs> myself when I get the right amount of sleep and a good amount of sleep. Looking back on like all the hardest like weeks or like periods of this last year, there were times when I wasn't sleeping enough or very well, or when I was having to wake up really early for mentoring or coaching meetings or things like that. Or when I was just feeling so stressed that I had to feel like I had to wake up earlier to like work longer and get more done during the day. And I think I sort of after that, like summer burnout period, um, I kind of just like hit the reset button a little bit and allowed myself to sleep in more and, not try to like punch out like 20 things during the day and only get like three things during the day. And that's made a, like a huge, huge difference. And now every day I think about like, all right, I, I, like I need to get at least eight hours of sleep. Otherwise I'm going to hate my life the next day basically is how I see it now. Um, so that's been in the past. I've a hundred percent taken that for granted. I think I've talked about this before, but I've always just thought like, well, I don't know, five, six hours, seven hours, I'm going to be up. I'm not, I'm not going to feel any different during the day anyways. And, or like, this is a time where I just need to spend more time working and investing and building. But now I like, I, I've heard this on podcasts before, but people always talk about, well, when you get more sleep, then you have more energy and you're just more like efficient and, and you're, then you're actually more productive at the end of the day. I was like, yeah, but like you can just power through it. And then like, I've actually realized that like I get way more done now than I was before working two or three hours longer on two or three hours less of sleep. And so, yeah, it's been a big, big learning. Yeah, it's all about like finding what works for you, you know? Like when's your sweet spot? Is it early morning? Is it more red? And whatever, whatever it means. I think we think that, oh, I have to wake up early and work 12 hours. And But you're, you're right. You could be in front of your desk, but it's not productive and you're not putting much out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <coughs> yeah. Even like if you are getting a lot done, you're just, you're not enjoying it and it's not fun. And that's also not sustainable and leads to less energy. So like how you feel about your work is a big indicator of like how productive you're going to be later on. If you're enjoying it, if you like it, if you're looking forward to it, then you just naturally will be more productive. But if you're not looking forward to it because you're tired or if you just, the way it, your attitude isn't, your, your mind is in the right place, then you're going to start to not look forward to it. And then later you're not going to be as productive. All Whoa, right. it might be a wrap. That's awesome. Here we go. 2021. 2021. That's it. So I think right. our next episode will be the, what, 2022 like goals? Um, yeah, it must yeah, be, huh? Mid Early to mid-January. TBD right. with baby coming soon. but That's right. The Yeah, the, the, the publishing schedule gets more and more flexible <laughs> as time goes on. <laughs> but... Uh, Stay tuned. That'll be the next one. I'm actually, yeah, I actually want to run some of my goals by you, and that'll be some uh, some fodder for our next episode. But um, anything else before we wrap it? 2021, man. That's been uh, it's been a crazy year, but here we are. Oh, we're at the yeah. very end, at the finish line. I want to say that I love you, Corey. I love all of our fans, and uh, that's it. That's it, man. Love you too. Love you guys as well. Listening. Um, one final ask for the end of the year 
if you can share the podcast with a friend, uh, share maybe what you learned, what didn't go well, what went well in your year in a Facebook post, Instagram post, Twitter post, uh, LinkedIn, email. I don't know. You can share stuff with us. You can share it with friends. But if you can share the podcast, that would go a long way for us. And we will see you next year. Thank you.